and welcome to the Perfect Gentleman podcast. My name is Zachary Falconer-Barfield. I am ably assisted by the dapper, the charming, the wonderful Mr. James Marwood. Hello, Zach. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm well refreshed. Had a great Christmas and New Year. And um, it's good to talk to you again. It's a while since we've done one of these. We have to apologise to our lovely listeners. We had a combination of technical issues, holidays, work, and just not being able to get it done. But we're back now. And we're back for good. For 2018, we're back. It's a new gentleman year. Do you like the new year, James? I do, actually. I love it. I have a number of, of rituals. I'm not a big one for a big, crazy New Year's Eve. I like to stay at home New Year's Eve generally or, or just go somewhere local. But I love sort of doing the stock take, if you like. Sometime around New Year's Day, at least that first week, to go through how I did last year, what I want to do this year, take a bit of perspective on life. Uh, did you make any uh, resolutions? Do you believe in resolutions? I do, but I think it's it's really easy to trip yourself up with resolutions. Because mm. I've done them in the past. You know, I remember back when I was a cigarette smoker, when I had that evil nasty habish, and I would resolve sometime around midnight, I'm not going to smoke again. And then sometime around 3am, I'd be smoking. Because, of course, the best time to stop smoking is when you're quite drunk on an evening, on a night out. What better time could there be to give up the cigarettes? <laughs> That's the problem with, with resolutions. We make them impossible and too hard to attain. And then we fall off the wagon and so that's it. You feel guilty, you feel rubbish, and you drop back to your old behaviour. So I do do things that I try and do differently. And in you, it's a good time to, to do those. But I kind of give myself a bit of a break and recognise I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to fall over a few times and, and I let myself do that. It's not the failing, it's the starting again that counts. Exactly. Getting back on the horse. Yes, indeed. Why do we fall down, Bruce? So we can learn to get back up. Great quote. One of my favourites. Did you make any resolutions this year? I did. So some of the things that I'm looking to do this year, improve my diet. When I was training for the fight, I improved my diet then. I felt so much better. So I'm going to continue that on to improve my training. What I want to get away from is doing killer workouts that knock me out for a couple of days every couple of weeks and then just doing bits in between, but to do a more steady, reliable, reasonable quality workout all the time, especially when I'm traveling, which is when I find that the hardest. And then the third thing that I want to do more of this year and get better at is the way I cook and manage my kitchen and manage my house with working away a lot and being really busy and my partner works really hard as well. It's really easy to fall into that trap of buying easy food, being a bit lazy, letting laundry build up, letting the house get a bit grubby, and then saying, oh, this is disgusting, cleaning the whole thing and, and scrubbing it clean. Much better to try, again, try and keep everything on an even keel. So that's what this year is about, really. It's about sort of keeping things on an even keel and a, and a regular flow rather than massive bursts of activity and then nothing for a few weeks. It's also a good way to make your resolutions stick because you're talking about building consistent habits rather than making massive drastic change it's not like going i'm going to do this immediately and change my life you're going i want to do this on a regular basis and i want to build this habit or routine and make that consistent and it is a tricky thing to do i think consistency is key what's that quote about you know is it plato we are what we repeatedly do so that's the hard part I was talking to a guy online a few days ago. He was really inspirational, an American chap, and he's a big guy. Can't fly because he can't get through airplane doorways big. Okay. I mean, there's lots of health reasons and, and things like that about how he's got so big, but he's, he's a good guy. He's recognised that that's not how he wants to live his life. He's not happy, and he's doing something about it and has been for the past year. And so one of the things he's rewarding himself with this January is a flight. He's going to Barbados, I think because he's not been able to get in a plane for sort of three or four years. The way that he 
the heat ditch. I go to the gym. I'm not competing with anyone. I can't keep up with those guys. I'm not trying to, to do that. I said, that doesn't matter. I'll go as slow as I want to do, but I will not stop. That's the secret, I think. I think I think that's what makes the difference and why he's been successful. He's measured success not by what he's done or what he's achieved, but by the fact that that's another day done, another day done, another day done, and he just keeps ticking those off. And that's how he's kept up momentum. There's a thing called don't break the chain. So you keep doing it and you don't break the chain. And if you break the chain, you have to not chastise yourself, but go, okay, okay you know, what's the reason I broke the chain? Okay back on the chain, keep going. And I think that's very important. It's that consistency, which is the hard part. It's a bit like people, you know, who do trying to break break addictions. You know, you do it a day at a time and you track and reward the days. So yeah, I'm doing relatively well so far. Sometimes I'll fall over and I'll not do what I want, but that's okay. I'll just start again. Yeah, you just got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get back on the horse. Things that help you are certainly tell people about it or have someone who's your whipper, if you like, you know, you're someone who's going to go, now James, did you do that this week? Or someone who's on your case, not horribly, but someone who's sort of holding you to account. And accountability is important. If I tell the Duchess I'm doing something and I don't do it, she'll hold me to account. Also, the other thing, of course, is if you do like what we do, make a public statement on a podcast or a video or something like that. <laughs> yes. Our lovely audience out there going, ah, oh, so James, Zach, did you do what you said you were going to do? Have you been to the gym today, James? Have you done your workout? You've got to have some accountability. And then also reward yourself. Don't beat yourself up so badly about not doing it, but also when you've achieved something, say, okay, I've achieved that. I'll go and do something fun for that. I like to reward myself. I mean, one of the behaviours that I am looking to change as I manage my diet a bit better is not rewarding myself with food. I keep having to say, come on, you're not a puppy. You don't need to be rewarded with food and not overwhelm myself by trying to change my whole life at once. One step at a time, one project at a time. Yes. We didn't, I don't think, talk about your resolutions, Zach. What do you got planned? I don't tend to do resolutions. I tend to sort of have goals before New Year's because I have that sort of, why you make a New Year's resolution kind of brain. My year plans are, are quite simple. I have a pretty tough target on the weight goal. I want to get under 90 kilos. I'm under 100, so another 10 kilos to go. Is this a combination of diet and exercise? Yeah, very much so. So I've, I've discovered what works for me. I don't report any diet for anyone particular i think you've got to choose your diet for yourself i particularly like intermittent fasting i do a water fast two days a week i eat healthy the rest of the day and then i have one cheat day a week where i tend to eat crap what the, what i find about the intermittent fasting is that my stomach shrinks so i tend to eat less anyway and then exercise yeah so and again like you it's it's a little every day if i can do an hour a day i do you know the bare minimum is 20 minutes what sort of exercise are you doing what's your focus if i can do an hour i go to the gym and then i generally do half an hour of weights and then half an hour of cardio mm -hmm. if i don't go to the gym either do body weight exercises or i kind of run around doing sword exercises if i go to the gym with my coach then we tend to do half an hour of circuits so things like kettlebells, medicine balls, body weights, that sort of thing. And then half an hour of boxing, kickboxing, MMA training. I go to a few classes a week, which is jiu-jitsu, boxing training, kickboxing training, that sort of thing. And then from training at home, I'm lifting a bit more. I stopped doing the really heavy lifting when I was training for the fight. So I'm back to doing that. Basic lifts, pretty much squat, deadlift and bench with a few other things mixed in as I get bored. And bag work, because I find bag work a really good cardio exercise. And it's so satisfying. It is. <laughs> you can get a lot of your frustrations out on the bag. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I, I'm, I'm back on my challenges. Of course, yes. Three challenges this year. So uh, the first one is uh, to learn Argentine tango. That's a cool challenge. That's a great dance. That's a really sexy dance, actually. But... It is a sexy dance uh, and, 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 and quite a challenging dance. It's not an easy one. It's all very controlled and, and poised, isn't it? And I think if, if I remember correctly, it doesn't work on the same beat. Ah. I start this weekend, so I shall update you. Um, and if you want to follow my progress, I will be blogging it on Instagram, on my personal Instagram. That'll be fascinating. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then uh, I start in March stand-up comedy. Okay, that's really good. So training to do a gig or? Basically, you have, uh, I think it's eight weeks classes to do, a, to do a gig at the end of eight weeks. Oh, that's brilliant. I did a sort of trial gig just before Christmas, mm-hmm. which went down okay. Okay. I was impressed with myself that I actually got through it and people laughed. That was a good thing. But it was a captive audience. In other words, they couldn't leave. So, <laughs> Had you actually locked them in? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they were drunk by this point, so it was okay. And then my last challenge is I want to learn to play the harmonica. That's interesting. I, well, I've always wanted to. And now kind of I've had these sort of public challenges, if you like, then I'm going to have to do it. I remember learning to play the guitar when I was a very young boy and then just being young boy stopped so i never really learned a musical instrument and i always wanted to learn a musical instrument that i could carry anywhere you know or you can go oh i'll just whip out the harmonica and play music that i think that's relatively impressive that's not the reason to do it but you know. are you doing formal classes for that or is it self i will do yeah no i haven't started that's my last challenge of the year so i've, I've got to get the tango and the stand-up comedy out of the way which could be quite interesting combination I think. it could be Okay, no, well, 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 good luck. Yes, and I shall, I shall follow along. Follow along. I will be on my personal Instagram, which is at uh, Zach, Z-A-C-H-F-B. I'll be telling you of my challenges as we go. Excellent. No, I like that. So uh, anything caught your eye over the, the Christmas period that you kind of fancy yabbering about? There were a few little things that popped up, and we're going to talk about some style things next week. But one of the things that I thought was quite interesting, is so something you linked me to actually, was the top 10 best-mannered people. Uh, yes, I, I like this. So where, where was it you found this? It's a group called the National League of Junior Cotillions. Uh, cotillions in America, if those not in America, are kind of the southern bastions of debutants and manners and etiquette in southern american states okay they're the ones that kind of keep the gentlemanly and lady traditions in the southern states alive and the cotillion is a party that's held uh, for ladies to come out and you know gentlemen to come out and stuff like that so it's a very mannered organization they've listed their top 10 individuals who are the best mannered people in the world as you can imagine it's quite american heavy because they're American institution, but there's some interesting, uh, quite a few sportsmen. David Beckham was in there, which I thought was cool. And of course, Meghan Markle. Yes. What they say is her, her grace under pressure as a member of the royal family, which is not quite a member yet, but she has shown considerable grace because that's got to be a difficult position to be in. Yes, absolutely. But at least, I mean, uh, she is used to the limelight. Yes. Uh, so just round off the rest of the list, the golfer Ricky Fowler, the Olympic gymnast Ali Raisman, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Yes, I remember reading about him, actually. He got called out for being less than less than gentlemanly. Yes. And he said, yeah, that's, that's right. I'm sorry. Perfect. Yeah. A fixer-upper host Joanna Gaines. I, I don't know her. Uh, actress and reality TV star Sadie Robertson. Don't know who that is. David Beckham, who you mentioned. Actress and singer Selena Gomez. Country singer Thomas Rhett, who I, I, who I heard very good things about. And golfer Matt Kutcher, I, who I don't know either very well. 
I think last year he had some big wins and some big losses. Ah. So it's probably to do with that, because I seem to remember him being rather graceful when he lost. Grace and when defeat is always good. It's hard, but it's important. <laughs> it is hard, absolutely. We were discussing on off-air our beard experiments. <laughs> yes. I had a bit of a, during January, I think partly linked to the amount of jiu-jitsu training I was doing and traveling all the time and flying a bit. My skin on my face just got quite sore and dry and tight, so I thought, I'm just not going to shave for a bit. A few weeks ago, my mum said, uh, are you growing a beard? And I was like, mm, I apparently am. So I seem to have fallen into it. I'm not sure I like it. What don't you like about it? I certainly was a redhead, and now my hair's more sort of reddy brown. But the hair on my face goes from silver in places to sort of dark ginger to brown to blonde. Parts of my beard are pretty much invisible in any sort of sunlight, (laughs) which it just all looks a bit patchy. I might just need to leave it for longer if I possibly can do, but I'm not sure it's going to stay. How about yourself, Zach? How's how's yours coming on? Because you've got a fine head of dark hair. Because I haven't had human contact for a couple of weeks. I sort of went, I don't have to shave. Ooh, I've never done that before. So, (laughs) apart from November, but uh, a couple of years ago. Um, But um, so I decided that I'll I'll give it a shot. And, you know, once it got to about five days, I went, oh, I'll see how it goes. And I think this is my in my end of my third week and it's dark so it looks fine it matches my hair on my head it itches so much that's my big problem ah, see, i've not i've not had that problem at all tends to frustrate me a little bit but the problem is i'm gonna have to shave it off i kind of wanted to keep it going but i'm doing some filming for perfect gentleman in a couple of weeks time and of course to be on brand and be consistent with all the perfect gentleman films we've done before and all that sort of stuff i have to be less astute. i do want to give it a proper shot Maybe for November this year, because um, you can't really grow it in the summer. That's kind of a pointless exercise, I think. It's not the best in summer. Perhaps we should do a, a perfect gentleman Movember. I'll make a note of that immediately, and uh, we should do PG Movember, and we can get our lovely followers to join us. I did that a couple of years ago. I managed to get my moustache out to just a little bit wider than my cheeks when I waxed it, which I did like. I couldn't stick with it, unfortunately. It wasn't quite professional enough. <laughs> I made a note. We shall do that for November. Just a final wrap up before we finish today's episode. I just want to talk about what we're going to do going forward. I've posted a few things on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram about us revamping. We're going to uh, add a few things and change a few things up uh, from The Perfect Gentleman in March. From next week, we're going to start a regular blog, which we will all write. So there'll be myself and James will write a blog posts as well as some, we'll have some guest blog post writers um, about all our sort of perfect gentlemanly topics. They will generally be linked into the podcast, so if you don't read the blog, you'll hear us talking about them on the podcast. And also, from March, we will be doing some videos onto Facebook and YouTube. We're going to do some product reviews, back into doing that. And then also in March, we will be launching our membership site, which will have new online courses that we're going to do. That's what we're doing for 2018. As we sort of learned from and watched everything go online education, we thought, well, let's keep up with the Joneses and uh, do some online education. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing that. We're going to do style. We're going to release a block of 10 courses over the year, and each course will be released every month, and it'll be style. So we're going to do the foundations of style. But we'll talk more about that when we're nearer March. In the next couple of weeks, we'll let you know. But if you go on the website, where there'll be a sign-up page. You'll get a sign-up for what we're doing and how we're doing it, and you can keep up to date with a newsletter and, and things like that. 
So, James, it's always a pleasure to have you back, sir. Indeed, it's great to be back. It's been it's been a lot of fun. I've missed these. Yeah, we've missed these two. And thank you to all the people out there who have mentioned to us about whereas our podcasts. We're now back. So thank you very much for all the, pl- the support and the love. Uh, we do appreciate it. We are back. We always like your questions, your comments, your thoughts. If you want us to cover something, please let us know. Uh, we're going to do a bit more of that over the course of 2018 as well. Do drop us a line at enquiries, enquiries at theperfectgentleman.tv or find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please communicate with us. You can connect with James directly on his social media, which is... James Marwood on Facebook, I'm at Marwood on, on Instagram, and uh, Marwood Chap on Twitter. Excellent. And I, I am at Zach FB on Instagram and Zach FB on Twitter as well. Catch us up on there. You can always Google us. I'm sure you'll find us. Thank you again, James. Have a lovely week. Speak to you next week. Speak to you soon, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by the Perfect Gentleman Group Limited and was edited by Andy Nichol at the Pistachio Palace.